In this lesson, we are told that what thought has done, thought can undo. Unless habits of wrong thinking could be successfully neutralized, there would be no use in studying the science of mind. But we know that thought patterns, as soon as they are created, become subjective or unconscious, and that the subjective state of thought, never being a thing of itself, but always being a reaction, can be changed. It is upon this ability to change subjective reaction that the entire science of mind rests insofar as its practical application to mental healing is concerned. But as our text states, it is not enough to abstain from wrong thinking. There must be active right thinking. It is not enough to state that God is all there is, which would be true whether or not we made such a statement. We must realize the divine presence as right action in our lives and in a specific way. That is how we use all of the principles in nature. We shall never derive satisfying results from this science unless we use it as we use other principles. One of the greatest weaknesses of applied metaphysics is that people refuse to use the principle as consciously as they use other principles. Their refusal to do so rests upon superstition and mental apathy or spiritual inertia of thought. We must arouse ourselves from this mental drowsiness and free ourselves from the suggestion that denies us the right to have freedom. We must be active in right thinking. This is what we meant by being doers of the word. We must speak our word consciously. You'll find a good illustration of how to prepare yourself to give a correct scientific and therefore effective mental treatment. All scientific treatments are effective. It will not be sufficient to state that the power of your word is supreme. You must definitely connect your word with some specific desire. We need the spiritual experience of having our word made manifest. We need to know we can speak our word and have it returned to us laden with the fruits of our desire. Today, the world needs spiritual experience as never before. Unless an ever-increasing number of people seek and find the truth and actually do have spiritual experience, the world may have to learn it in a more difficult way. We can only know that which we experience. And no matter what great men have taught or what the illumined have told us, we must get this experience firsthand. Spiritual experience is just as much a fact as any other experience. It comes from within our soul and is the guarantee that we ourselves are both divine and eternal. We are already spiritually perfect, but this spiritual perfection, which we inwardly are, must be realized. It was a realization of his spiritual nature which enabled Jesus to perform so-called miracles. This Christ principle is inherent in each one of us. Limitation is a condensation of the idea of want. Mind, greater mind, as a creative law, accepts the idea as true and converts the idea into form in some mysterious way we do not understand 